Hi, smiling people. How is it going? I'm your host, Kish from Smiling Rocks, and thanks for tuning in with us on Talks to Tell. In this podcast, we invite guests to share on social and business-related topics such as the diamond and jewelry industry and discussion with charity organizations on making this world a better place. Smiling Rocks is a lab-grown diamond and jewelry brand with an aim to build a chain of smile through sustainable luxury and giving back to our communities with your choice of charity. Find out more on www.smilingrocks.com. Today, we have a very exciting guest who has revolutionized the print production industry through his company Indigo and is creating a strong impact in the lab-grown diamond market by pushing sustainability and the use of renewable resources through technology advancement. It is calling its diamonds sun-grown diamonds and has raised a 90 million financing round with LVMH Luxury Ventures, Ragnar Crossover Funds, and more. We welcome Mr. Benny Landa, the founder and chairman of Lucix, joining our host Zulu Gevoria, the CEO and co-founder of Smiling Rocks, in today's podcast. Hi, Benny. Um, I really appreciate for your time and uh, considerations for our podcast. Uh, I know you're a very busy man. Uh, uh, these days, and especially for the lab-grown diamonds, you are in like the the new focus that you have it in. So let me introduce a little bit about uh, you to our audience. Uh, that, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, I'm talking with the gentleman, uh, Mr. Benny Landa, is is not only uh, a scientist per mind persons with me, but he is a researcher, passionate. Uh, businessman, investors, visioner, and a lot. Um, maybe we can say less is, uh, whatever we say is less for him. So I think um, let's uh, know more about him and let's talk more detail with him and uh, know about um, what what the personality uh, Mr. Benny Landa is. So Benny, we would love to know more about yourself and your background, if you can let us know. Sure. Well, Zulu, I thank you very much for inviting me to this podcast. I'm very happy to tell you about myself and to have a chat with you, uh, I, I presume, about lab-grown diamonds and the industry. Um, so about myself, um, I was uh, born in Poland to Holocaust survivors after the war and mm-hmm. spent the first couple of years of my life in a refugee camp in Germany. And then my parents moved to Canada. So I grew up in Canada, uh, eventually uh, went to school in Canada, in Israel, in England, and then moved to Israel. Uh, I came here about 50 years ago, and I've been living in Israel for the past 50 years. I started a, uh, my first company, what was called Indigo. Uh, we developed the, first, um, uh, the world's first digital printing press, and after 25 years, uh, Indigo became uh, the market leader, and I sold the company to Hewlett Packard. So today, it's the Indigo division of HP, and is uh, continues to be the market leader in um, uh, commercial digital printing. That is digital printing for packaging industry, uh, commercial printing, publishing, etc. Uh, Indigo today accounts for about one half of one percent of Israel's uh, GDP. Wow. Uh, so that I sold it to HP 20 years ago, 
and uh, started the Landa Group, started a company called Landa Labs. It's our research and development center. Um, it develops technologies, mostly material science-based technologies. And we have all together in the group about 1,800 employees, uh, half in our ventures uh, companies, which is about 10 companies that we are the lead investor in uh, for, uh, for the most part. Uh, these companies are also all in materials, sciences, or related fields. And the other half, about 900 employees in Landa Labs, Landa Digital Printing, and Lucix. Uh, as I said, Landa Labs is our research center. We develop technologies and then spin them out as separate businesses. We spun out seven businesses so far, uh, some sold to others in areas such as cosmetics and uh, uh, healthcare and uh, metal printing, and uh, the others we own and operate. Uh, I mentioned Landa Digital Printing. Uh, it has about 600 employees and it is the market leader today in mainstream digital printing presses. We produce these very large, uh, very sophisticated machines. They weigh uh, 35 tons. They're about 17 meters long and they produce breathtaking, amazing, uh, very large size uh, digital printing at, at very high speeds. Uh, uh, we have another company in solar energy, another one that produces nanomaterials, and of course, Lucix. Um, the technology for Lucix, which is our diamond company, was developed, started uh, its development in Landa Labs. That was about 10 years ago. After five years of research and development, we spun it out as a separate business. And the man who, who came up with the idea in the first place, who uh, headed up our energy projects in Landa Labs, named Dr. Yossi Ayon, um, he came to me one day and said, you know, I think we have the capabilities and the know-how and the technology to actually grow diamond. Let's so try. That was, that, that was your inspiration? Like, I was just about to ask you, like, how did your, the idea of Lucix emerge and like, what makes you interested about log grown diamonds and, and the inspirations behind the Lucix findings? So, well, you know, like most companies uh, identify a need in the market and then try to develop solutions to meet that need. Right. We don't do that. We do the opposite. Uh, we develop technologies and then look around and see uh, what uh, problems our solutions can solve. And so mm -hmm. that's what happened in Landa Labs. We developed uh, uh, pretty basic technologies. We, we're, uh, typically, our, our developments take 10 to 15 years each. Um, and uh, so uh, our expertise in material science and nano nanomaterials specifically. And uh, in this energy project that Yossi ran, we did a lot of uh, sputtering and other vacuum processes to, to grow uh, um, coatings and crystals, etc. And so when Yossi came to me and said he feels confident that we are able now to develop a technology for growing diamond, we looked into it, made a decision, yes, we'll go ahead, and uh, haven't looked back since. It took about five years to develop, to grow our first uh, real diamond. It was terrible, it was dirty, it was brown, it was, but we were able to do it. And, uh, and uh, I had confidence in him, and he's certainly delivered. <laughs> uh, and so that's when we decided we'll spin it out as a separate company. Uh, right. We spun it out as Lucix. And yeah. uh, Lucix has since become, I think, uh, um, perhaps the technology leader uh, 
at least it's recognized as being uh, the cutting edge of uh, lab-grown diamond technology. And I think that the, the, the thing that makes that happen is the same um, uh, passion and focus on science that we had so, from the outset. So that's, uh, that's, that's uh, probably you are the, the first or maybe the only company in Israel growing diamonds? I think there's a, another startup uh, growing diamonds that uh, came out of one of the universities. Uh, oh, okay. But I think they are there just at the beginning. Um, uh, we, uh, I think, have a leadership uh, role, certainly in leadership Israel. Growth, and I, yeah. I, I, I think in the industry. And uh, I, I would say the thing that the, the, the greatest differentiator between Lucix and most companies, as I mentioned, is the science. Um, uh, over 35, I guess a quarter of our employees, uh, a third of our employees are all in R&D. And so we have uh, really cutting edge PhDs in, in material science and physics and chemistry and mathematics. And we do a lot of theoretical modeling. And I think... Are you, um, are you reading my mind now? Because uh, my, 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 I'm, 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 just, I'm just thinking about to ask you that how do you see the differentiate yourself? Well, because I see a lot of growers in the, in the industry right now, the India, um, I mean, like US, um, you're in Israel right now, now, maybe in Asia as well. So what makes Vue 6 differentiates than others? Well, I think we, we do things starting from first principles. Uh-huh. Uh, we do everything, uh, uh, as to whatever extent possible, we do it theoretically first. Right. We do it as mathematical models, as theoretical models. Uh, we design and develop our own reactors. Uh, we develop our own process. Um, and uh, the only thing, in fact, that we don't do on our own is uh, we, we buy the raw materials. Um, but apart from that, uh, we're entirely vertically integrated. Indeed. And I think that's the key. The, the focus on the science, because unless you have a, a model and you can uh, theoretically grow diamonds, um, you, you can't possibly optimize a process. You can't, uh, by, by trial and error, which is what most people do, uh, most growers buy a reactor from somebody, uh, get a formula, or it's like a recipe for baking uh, something for yeah. making the diamond. Uh, they buy the reactor, they apply the recipe, and they get what they get, and then by trial and error, uh, make improvements. Um, that's okay if you have uh, you know, a long enough lifetime uh, to, to, to do that, uh, and eventually you may get there. Uh, but uh, we're in a hurry, and don't, uh, you know, don't want to spend decades uh, uh, experimenting. And so we spent uh, the, especially in the early years, developing these theoretical models. Now, um, because we grow um, a diamond by CBD, uh, the, we create a plasma of the, the carbon-rich gases, and the plasma enables the growth of the diamond. Um, but if you don't know enough about plasma physics, if you can't model the plasma, the shape of the plasma, the distribution of the, the energy, the reactions taking place within the plasma, it's really impossible to get to, um, I would say, the, uh, the perfection that's needed to be at the cutting edge in terms of purity, 
uh, growth rate, size, control of shape, etc. We're the only company that I'm aware of that knows how to grow diamond in controlled shapes. For example, we produce pyramid-shaped diamonds. Now, pyramid-shaped diamonds are much closer to the final cut shape of the of the final finished stone, and therefore you have a higher yield from rough to polished, and uh, and also you have to do a lot less work to get to the final 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 size. So that's just just one example. Uh, but um, being able to to do this modeling enables us to grow uh, very high quality stones with extremely, um, I would say, uh, high brilliance. Uh, we don't have graininess or haze. Uh, we have no tinge. Um, and it's, of course, it's all as grown. And I, 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 th I think that's really extremely challenging to do unless you, can, uh, you have the physics and, and the, the modeling that enables you to, to get there. Right. So you see like right now, um, the sustainability is the, is the biggest talk right now. Everybody, the whole industry is uh, questioned many times that the lab-grown diamonds are really sustainable products or not, um, uh, whether the process of the growing is sustainable or not. Um, are the, the lab-grown industries claiming that they're one of the most sustainable options? So what do you say about that? Well, I, I can't speak for other lab-grown companies, but in our case, from day one, we understood that uh, lab First of all, we're, we're a very sustainability-focused group. Um, mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, very, very high on our priorities in, in, in all of our activities, uh, in digital right. printing, and solar energy, etc. Uh, but from day one, we decided that uh, we must uh, grow our diamonds in using only renewable energy. And so we are, I believe, the only grower that is 100% solar powered. We have a dedicated solar farm, a 30 megawatt solar farm that powers our facility. And, um, and that's why we, we adopted the tagline for Lucic's Diamonds, sun-grown diamonds. Uh, it's not just the, the reactors, but the entire company is 100% solar powered. So that's why it's called Sun Grown Diamond. That was a very interesting name. I heard that in Vegas show that you launched to Sun Grown Diamond. Yes. Interesting. Yes. I think I think that's the way to go ahead. Like that's how we we can we can really relate sustainability to the to the luxury, where consumers understand the language of sustainability and we really use the natural resources to uh, grow the diamonds uh, in in the best capacity. Absolutely. Uh, I think uh, companies have a responsibility to have a minimal carbon footprint. In our case, right. because the, the power we generate from a solar farm is greater than what we consume in growing the diamonds, we actually have a, a negative carbon carbon footprint. Uh, and, and the rest, the excess, we just put into the grid. Um, um, but it's, it's more than that. Uh, I think today's consumers, especially young people, are so aware of global warming, are so aware of what society has done to the planet over the past 200 years that they want to do something about it. They want to change it. They, they, they express themselves, uh, I would say clearly and forcibly, that, um, that they will not go along with the old way of doing things. And everything they do, they want to make sure that, they, that, 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 uh, that it's sustainable. 
the way they live, the cars they drive, how they run their homes, and the products they, they buy. They want to know that these were sustainably produced. And, um, and I think uh, lab-grown diamonds, especially uh, from new renewable energy such as ours, I think uh, really speak to the hearts and minds of, of uh, the millennials, the Z generation, uh, especially. Wonderful. And I saw you have uh, recently launched the Lucic Pink Diamond as well. So yes. that's that was awesome, beautiful. I have saw I've, I've seen the colors, and I'm expecting the better colors to come up in future. That's going to be a game changer as well. Like beautiful pink diamonds, I have seen it. Yeah, I, um, I think we're the only producer of of uh, a, a, a colored rough diamonds. Uh, the spectacular thing about that is you already know what the final color, the end color is going to be before you start polishing. Uh, and not only that, the, one thing that's special about our pink is that it, 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 it is extremely high quality, but, but it looks natural. It's, it's sort of argyle-like look rather than this uh, uh, candy color pink. Uh, 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 for customers tell us that um, it is the most natural looking pink and, uh, uh, that, that, that they have seen. Excellent, excellent. That's wonderful. And I saw the color. I personally love that color, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure these colors will be amazing when you will be in your final productions. Is that the production started already, or it's uh, you are yes. you are in, you're making yes. it? Yeah, we are producing now, and relatively small volumes compared to the white diamonds, of course. But uh, uh, yes, and, and there's a lot right. of interest. Uh, wonderful. That was. Uh, uh, a, a big news in most of the medias, and I have seen a plenty of medias were covering about uh, Liu Six ties with LVMH uh, Investment Group. So tell us something about like LVMH ties with Liu Six and how does it, what does it mean to Liu Six and overall industry as well? Like what is this tie means to everyone? Okay, well, well let me start with, with uh, how it all began. Um, yep. One of the LVMH companies, uh, Tag Heuer, uh, decided mm -hmm. that they would like to explore the use of lab-grown diamonds for uh, their uh, a, a flagship product, uh, one that they ultimately named the Tag Heuer, Heuer Carrera Plasma. This is a top-of-the-line luxury product, a watch that sells for 350,000 euro. And they decided they're going to use lab-grown diamonds in that in that watch, and uh, and they uh, scoured the industry to see who can provide uh, uh, this, this cutting edge, because uh, their whole message is uh, th this watch is a combination of art and technology, um, uh, and and so they wanted the the the, mo the, the most cutting edge technology in the watch, and we were thrilled that they chose Lucix. And that also gave uh, us more visibility within LVMH. And LVMH looked around. I, I can't speak for them, but uh, I, so they certainly uh, familiarized themselves with all the players and made a decision that they will uh, tie their hitch their wagon to us. So LVMH Luxury Ventures made the investment in Lucix. And mm -hmm. um, I think that the, the significance of that is this is the first time any luxury brand has entered the lab-grown diamond field, has made a statement like this. 
And right. um, of course, it's profound for us because they chose Lucix. Uh, and they chose us because of our technology leadership. But it's also a profound statement for the lab-grown diamond industry itself that uh, I think there's a real message here about the connection between lab-grown diamond and luxury, luxury goods. Yeah, I mean, like, that that's a great sign for lab-grown industry overall, and especially the consumer confidence. That's very important. Like, the luxury brands are taking an interest in la- in uh, in lab grown diamonds, so absolutely. And you... since then, we've uh, we're also now engaged with additional really top tier luxury brands who are also interested in adopting lab grown diamonds, which I think is a a, a, a fabulous message to our industry. And what drives them is not just the uh, the the technical that lab grown diamonds are a technological marvel, uh, but their the sustainability. Uh, the novel colors and shapes, traceability, which is a right. super important uh, factor. Yeah, that these are the these are the big factors that everybody, especially the luxury industry, is taking care of. Uh, so you mean to say, like right now, the lab-grown diamonds are catering. Basically, it's catering to the normal jewelry industry or diamond industry right now. Uh, so there is a scope of luxury industry as well. What do you see right now uh, as LVMH is taking interest and you are in, in maybe you will be in a discussion with other luxury groups as well. So this, these are the signs that luxury industry have a different scopes for the lab-grown diamond as well? Look, uh, as I said, we, we, we cannot speak for LVMH. And, mm-hmm. uh, the arm of LVMH that invested in us is their investment arm by LVMH Luxury Ventures. Um, right. But uh, I believe that this is a, a, a clear message to the industry that uh, lab-grown diamonds are recognized, uh, that lab-grown diamonds will uh, play a, an ever-growing important role in, in, in all tiers of the diamond industry, including the top-tier luxury uh, brands. Wow, that's... that's, that's, that's it. Uh, um, we have been approached and we are now engaged with other top luxury brands uh, who uh, also are very interested in lab-grown diamonds and their products. And I think you will see more and more acceptance of lab-grown diamonds as a very powerful statement. As I said, um, uh, luxury brands want to also associate themselves with uh, sustainability, uh, unique uh, colors and shapes, special uh, capabilities such as this Tag Heuer watch, uh, oh. in which even the, even the crown, you know, the little knob on the side of the watch, that was a diamond. Yeah, I've seen that. And they didn't use diamond just for bling. They used diamond diamonds as a as a, a creative feature in the watch. Um, and of course, traceability. It's so important. End users care about provenance. They care about uh, about origin they care where the diamonds came from and so traceability is super important and will yeah. become more so yeah the clear message for consumers here is uh, the the traceability and the origins is very clear for them so i think the footprint is very important for the consumers today and that's more attractive for the lab grown diamonds for all of us what do you see which part of the world will dominate in lab-grown in terms of rough materials or growing, and which part of the world will be a consumer? 
as per your knowledge like what do you see what do you understand that well um india uh, clearly uh, will be in my opinion uh, mm -hmm. the highest volume producer right uh, though though i think not necessarily the highest quality producer i think it right. will definitely be a, 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 a the leading high volume producer and right. uh, america will of course in the near term continue to be the largest consumer market but you know mm -hmm. uh, like 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 everything else uh, one day uh, china uh, and perhaps india uh, maybe even greater as uh, the uh, center of gravity of uh, economic leadership in the world shifts towards Asia uh, and uh, China and India become more prosperous, I think that uh, uh, the overall size of the consumer market uh, will go mm -hmm. with the population. And uh, clearly, uh, between China and India, you have half the world's population. So uh, I, I can't but believe that they will be the largest consumer markets in the end as well. In the coming days, yeah, and that makes sense. Like because these are the largest eco largest populations uh, in the world, and uh, this suits them very well in in terms of everywhere. So uh, I think if they started using it, I think that there will be a different story in coming future. Um, yes, but you asked about, about production. Um, uh -huh. as, as I said, though, I believe India will be the largest producer of lab-grown diamonds simply based on the the number of reactors that uh, that are already there and will uh, are, are are rumored to be um, uh, planned for by Indian producers, uh, I think um, we uh, the uh, the out, those outside of India and the United States and the, and, and in Israel, um, I think that we will have a significant share and an ever growing significant share. But our 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 primary interest is not to be the largest producer but rather to be the highest, um, I would say, quality or quality most advanced producer. producer. That's our goal. Yeah, that's, that's clearly you are. And so what is the benefit of using lab-grown diamonds or Lucix diamonds, you can say, for any brands or retailers for using a Lucix diamond, especially a Lucix diamond? So what are the benefits that you think that they are, they are you know, an, an extra edge? Well, uh, I think I, I mentioned uh, quality. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that we have the the, uh, the advantages. We have. we grow our diamonds all in a single step, so we don't have these striations or, or graininess in the diamonds. That means that we don't have the haze that other producers have, and the absence of uh, of brown tinge. I think is really important. So this lack of haze means we have high, very high brilliance. Um, and our diamonds, of course, are, are, are as grown. So, so that aspect, that's one aspect. And I think the other is uh, the origin. And I think the fact that the diamonds are grown in Israel, um, uh, that, that provenance, I think, is a, very, is, a, is a big positive. Israel's identified with cutting edge technology, um, a, a society which uh, in which the labor force is highly respected, highly paid, um, a, a society which, which uh, I think is, is, is acknowledged to, um, uh, doesn't have child labor, doesn't have uh, um, uh, many of the issues that some of the other uh, societies uh, have. And so all of that 
uh, that we like to call provenance. All that right. I think is, is important to, to, to the consumers. And of course, our, uh, that Lucid Diamonds come in custom shapes and, and, and special colors such as uh, Lucid's, Lucid's Pink. And I think lastly, of course, is um, uh, the uh, sustainability. We're SCS certified. Our diamonds are sun-grown uh, yeah. and 100% solar powered. Uh, all of that and combined with traceability, I think gives Lucix a, a unique uh, place in this amazing new uh, industry of black moon diamonds. Well, wonderful. I, Benny, I'm, re- I'm really appreciating about your deep knowledge and, and explanations about Lucix diamonds and a lab-grown diamond and the, and the opportunity of uh, lab-grown diamonds in the luxury world as well. We are not a be- media house, uh, but uh, we are Smiling Rocks at this platform, Talks to Tell, through our podcast. We share the information and the knowledge to our retail partners, our, our fans and the viewer, uh, listeners that who, under, who want to understand more about lab-grown diamonds or the different topics of the, of the industry. So uh, I personally talk to them and then like the guests like you, uh, we share the information as much as we can, as, which helps them to understand more about in depth about the products and and the opportunities for all of us. So I really appreciate for your kind time, and I really appreciate uh, that uh, we have made it today from your busy schedule. And uh, I really appreciate. It. Thank you very much once again. And I will be looking forward to meet you again and uh, in persons uh, whenever we possibly meeting next time. And thank you very much, Benny. Thank you, Zulu. It's been an honor uh, being on your on your program, and uh, thank you very much for the opportunity uh, you gave me to talk about this industry that I really I, I'm new to the industry, but I love it. It's a it's spectacular, and I, I feel that it's at a, the most exciting time of its history, um, uh, coming into the modern technology technological era. It's fabulous. Wonderful. So thank you very much. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the conversation and I'm sure we had a great insight from Mr. Benny. We'd love to hear your feedback on today's episode. Let us know what you think about the lab grown diamond industry today and its future perspectives. Subscribe to Talk to Tell to find out more about our upcoming episodes as soon as they're aired on the podcast. Follow us on our social media account at Smiling Rocks Code to know more about our brand and to find out who the next guest will be. Keep smiling as you know, smiling rocks. Bye for now.